Do you want to feel strong, confident, and ready to enjoy life? I'm Jen Shaver, a triple certified fitness expert and mother living her best midlife. I want to help you achieve a healthy, active lifestyle without ever having to go to the gym. We grow together every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and tune in to your weekly fit news. This episode of Fit News is sponsored by... Make wellness a priority in your life. Women's bodies face changes and fluctuations in hormones as they go through the cycle of menopause. Strong for Life offers an exercise program to help you invest in your future and health without crazy routines. We deliver the results you deserve from your time and effort. Go to strongforlifefitness.com to learn more. Now back to our show. Hello, and welcome to Fit News. I am your host, Jen Shaver, and joining me today is Cynthia Austin. She is a pain coach that offers guidance for the chronic pain experience. Cynthia is the founder of My Pain Coach, LLC. It is a company that specializes in helping people find their pain-free formula so that they can create lives that they love and do the things they enjoy every day. Cynthia is a nationally board-certified health and wellness coach in the United States that has her own chronic pain recovery story that led her to becoming a certified coach. She works passionately to support clients to educate the medical community that we are simply managing negative status quo when we are using only the biomedical model in addressing chronic pain, and that we can recover from chronic pain when we use the right evidence-based tools through a biopsychosocial model. She has developed a step-by-step system that helps people regain control over their lives after developing chronic pain. Her goal is to help as many people as possible find relief from their chronic pain and get back to doing the things that they love on a daily basis. Cynthia, thank you for taking the time to join us today. We're excited to chat with you. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate this. And we have some synergy between our <laughs> our, our goals and our missions and what we're yes. trying to do. So, Yes, yeah, that is for sure. I think we should probably start off our conversation with um, identifying what we're talking about exactly when we say chronic pain, because some might not, not understand, um, you know, what exactly is chronic pain when we say, you know, we're helping people deal with chronic pain. Well, the International Association of Study of Pain has um, defined pain as a sensory and an emotional event. Um, It's an experience. Mm -hmm. Um, It's felt through physical sensations, but it also triggers distressing thoughts um, and creates pain based on everything that that the brain knows about Mm -hmm. this, about the injury about um, the circumstances, about your beliefs about pain, about your cultures, whether you're stoic or emotive. All of this plays into whether or not your brain will produce pain in in an injury or in a threat. First thing we need to say is all pain is produced in the brain. It does not matter if you have fibromyalgia, back pain, a broken leg, um, migraines, none, it doesn't matter. The brain decides to put out pain. Um, acute pain is less than three months. Chronic pain is three to six months where the tissue usually heals between three to six months. Um, but chronic pain becomes after it, the tissues have healed, 
Okay. And uh, but this, but the pain sensations are still persisting. The distressing thoughts are still there. Okay. Um, but but the biggest thing is that all pain is real. Right. This is this is real. This is not yeah. made up like, you know, some people think that when we start talking about the psychology of pain, the emotions that people think that we are talking that they are faking or they're they're lying about their pain. But we're mm -hmm. not the, the definition. There's two pieces of the definition, the physical sensations and the emotional experience. So that's why um, research has proven through F functional MRIs that mm -hmm. the the pain is the, the real estate where the pain is produced is the same real estate where the emotions are produced. So that's why it is a, an experience. Okay. Does that help? It does. Yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting to note how they are uh, connected and interconnected. Yeah. Most people believe that they must have a structural thing to, to be wrong. They, that that has to be, even yeah. some of the doctors erroneously still believe that it can only be a structural Mm -hmm. um, or that it has to have a structural reason. Um, but after three to six months, it's more, less about the structural pain and more about the sensitivity of your nervous system based on threats. Okay. Yeah. Pain can be, can also be uh, based on a threat. Um, and a threat can be a physical threat, uh -huh. like a broken leg or stepping on glass. Those can be a physical threat to your physical body and your life. Okay. But what most people don't know is that the pain can also be produced based on threats on your self-esteem, threats on your beliefs, on your feelings, um, on your emotions. These are the paper tigers that our bodies okay. are doubling down and getting ready to fight. Does that make sense? It does. So in other words, it doesn't necessarily have to be a physical uh, threat, right? It can be, as you mentioned, an emotional um, event. Right. That, it can be a, something yeah. as simple as as um, going to work every day within a job that you absolutely hate. Mm -hmm. That is a threat to your authentic self. Okay. You're not living according to your authentic self and the brain will see this as a threat. That's that's very interesting because I'm sure there are quite a few people out there, right? They're getting up, just doing the daily grind because this is what they know, or this is this is you know this is just how it is. Um, but that really could be damaging to them. Absolutely, um, it's our bodies, our brain has not evolved with this world. Mm -hmm. it, we it's still looking the whole time that it's a harm alarm. And it's a danger alarm. The whole time we're in a room right now, our nervous systems, mine and yours, is deciding, are we safe? Right. It's looking for threats. If I felt threatened by you yeah. in some way, say that you were threatening me in some way, that could, because I have the neural circuit pathways for the pain already mm -hmm. laid in place from pain events that can stick, that can kick out pain from just a threat like that against your 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 um, sense of self. So it doesn't necessarily have to be related to how you originally uh, got the pain. Is that what we're right. saying? Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So Things, in other words, yeah. Yeah. So if I had an injury in the past from who knows what, right? Uh, like you said, a broken leg, and then I, it, it, it's healed, but then later on, I have some emotional traumatic event take place. The brain encodes the physical injury. Okay. OK, and then when with a physical injury, generally there is a very stressful, distressing 
There's two mm-hmm. parts of it. Um, so what what happens is these reactions. I'm losing my train of thought. Sorry. That's okay. No, you're good. <laughs> um, the brain encodes the the original threat, which is okay. the the if you break your break your leg, that's mm-hmm. a threat to your body, right? Right. So the brain encodes this, and then it remembers the next time. Let's say you're walking in the same area, uh-huh. and and you trip your brain is going, may introduce that pain because it already knows that that's where you fell. Does that make sense? Your it brain does. knows. That's yeah. what it knows about. That's what it knows right. about the event of your that's the trigger. And then the trigger. Yeah. And then the stress, the stress that comes in is the distressing emotions, whether it's worry, fear, anxiety. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Those emotions actually can increase pain response in the brain. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's there's a lot to that. <laughs> the reason is, is because of the reactions. When you yeah. have the pain, the worry, the hopelessness, and the frustration, mm-hmm. if you have, um, what are they, the five Fs, the focusing, the fixing, the fearing, the being frustrating, and fighting the pain, mm-hmm. those things keep you locked in the pain brain. That's okay. where I lived for those years that I was completely locked in the pain brain. Okay. Um, that 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 I started migraines when I was seven, okay. but then, but then pain came in later. I had uh-huh. a lot of different other illnesses that came in later because of stress, because of these emotional events that I was going through. My body, my brain saw them as threatening. Okay. So my brain, my brain produced pain yeah. to try to get me to do something about the situation. Yeah. Okay. When I did do something yeah. about the situation, I saw major changes in my chronic pain. Mm-hmm. My migraines went away. Wow. They slowly, it was a slow process. Mm-hmm. It was not overnight, but my migraines slowly went away when yeah. I applied all of this, this research that I was reading Yeah, back in 2016. You know, I want to, I want to go there because um, we have talked before about your journey right? Your pain, brain, coma, and your journey from 48 to 53. So why don't you share a bit about your journey between uh, the ages of 48 and 53 and how you came to uh, be where you're at now in such a good place? (laughs) Yeah, it's a long story. So I'll try to try to condense it because (laughs) um, it's a really long story. So but but we would start back in roughly May 2016. Mm -hmm. Um, At that time, I was 100 over 100 pounds overweight, and I was almost constrained to a bed or recliner. Um, And I was usually eating my emotions away, um, and trying to eat my feelings away. Mm-hmm. My um, at the time I couldn't drive very far, so my eighty-year-old mother drove me to my doctor's appointments. I had significant trouble even walking with a cane. Wow! Um, I was in my um, second very unhealthy marriage. Um, so th- over my lifetime, because of having migraines from seven years old, um, that started in the nineteen seventies. Over my lifetime, I've had stress-induced illnesses. Mm-hmm. My body. Um, because of sexual abuse in childhood and as a teenager, these all things just created this perfect storm in my body until about when I turned around 45 to 48, mm-hmm. my body just could not handle anything else that I was dealing with emotionally. And yeah. I was became completely debilitated by chronic pain because of these, these emotional events. Right. I'd had a few physical 
issues. I, I had a few physical issues, yeah. but most of my pain was coming from emotional events. Which is interesting to note, again, because I, I think we always attribute pain to only being the physical. And so it is important that we also start to look at this other angle. Yes. I mean, we have to start looking at it from yeah. a different angle. Yeah. Um, the bio, the bio, we need medications, we need injections, we need surgeries. Right. But we also must look at the psychosocial, which is the psycho is this, the psychology of it, the emotions, mm-hmm. the feelings, and the social is the relationships in your environment yes. that also can trigger threats in mm-hmm. the brain okay. and, and set off that danger alarm system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but basically, so that's where I was mm-hmm. in 2016, and I started reading a lot of research because mm-hmm. I was I started getting angry that the way I was being treated in pain management because they couldn't find anything wrong with me. Right, but I knew what I was experiencing, so I got angry. But I so I started reading research. Yeah. I didn't understand a lot of it at first, but I kept reading. I kept reading, and then it started making a huge sense what was going on in my own life. I found Howard Schubner, John um, Sarno, um, David Clark. There's so many out there that are Mm -hmm. trying to get this information out. But what really started it, I guess, was that. And I also saw a picture of myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't recognize myself. That was the coma pain brain. Yeah, that was that was walking dead. I had I was just there was complete dead emotion on my face from my experience. So I, I investigated weight loss surgery, but I didn't do it because, um, because of my emotional, um, experiences and the trauma, um, I didn't do well in the psych eval, but they told me if I go to the psychologist that they would revisit the surgery. So I was like, sure. You know, I wanted to do at the time I was like, this is what I want to do. Right. Right. I ultimately didn't do it, but, but long story short is they said, if you could work with her, you, you know, we'll, we'll revisit, revisit the surgery. And um, I said, what, what's the worst that could happen? And mm-hmm. so meeting this psychologist was quite by accident. Yeah. If this hadn't happened, I don't know where I'd be right now. Right. So, but within four months, I had lost 30 pounds. Wow. Without the surgery. Without the surgery yeah. and without exercising. At yeah. that time, yeah. I was so heavy and I was so... Just unable, son, uh, um, so out of shape that yeah. exercise, you know, was just, I right. could barely walk to my car to get in my car and drive with a right. cane. So it was a slow process of getting to the exercise piece, but okay. just working within these emotions and these feelings that I had been kept shoving down over the years that had built up into this huge pain experience mm-hmm. that changed everything. Um, the therapist gave me the right to breathe. She gave me the right to be authentic. She gave me autonomy. She yeah. gave me the right to make my own decisions. And and through all of this, my authentic self kept coming out. And I found that I liked who I was and that I didn't have to hide the the imposter syndrome. Yeah. Um, the I was the queen. Uh, I felt like a complete imposter my whole life. But this changed my life when I started dealing with these emotions that I was shoving down daily. Looking for a fitness program that fits into your busy schedule? Look no further than Strong for Life Light. 
Our brand new program offers full workouts every month that you can do from the comfort of your own home. No need to worry about missing classes or juggling gym time with family time. Join Strong for Life Light today and get on track to a healthier you. Now back to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. Ultimately, it started with my changing of my eating habits, right? But we all know that changing your eating habits is is only one piece of actually losing the weight, right? Right, right. There's so many other things. So I, I had to learn how to speak my voice. I had to learn how to set boundaries with people. Ultimately, I had to change the, um, the, the situation I was in. Mm-hmm. I left the situation I was in, uh, moved away and started completely over. And that also helped. I saw my migraines when I left the situation, my mm-hmm. migraines went down to zero. Isn't that amazing? By changing your environment, right? Yes. Just by not changing say, the environment. And that's not to say that that change was easy. Mm-mm. I mean, it wasn't, I'm sure that it wasn't easy at all. No, it was probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do, but I did yeah. it because I needed to heal. Yeah. I had to heal. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. Amazing. I think the other thing that is worth noting as well is the idea of autonomy and being your own advocate your own when it comes to your health because when it comes down to it nobody knows your body better than you do so if you are feeling like i have this this or this and you're going to the doctor and he's rolling he or she is rolling their eyes at you you walk out that door and you find somebody who listens to you Yes. Because at the end of the day, you know your body. And just because it doesn't show up on a lab test or on an x-ray or on an MRI doesn't mean that it's not there and it's not real. Thank you for saying that. There's so many people that need to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. The healthcare system is great with trauma. Right. We're great. We're great, great, great with trauma. But mm-hmm. we the, the stats are showing we are horrible with chronic illness. Horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the people that I talk to, the patients that I talk to, and I talked to the National Director of Policy at the U.S. Pain Foundation and civil rights attorneys, mm-hmm. this is happening across the country right? because they're not being trained in the schools. Not all schools are tra- mm-hmm. training the medical professionals in the biopsychosocial mm-hmm. mo- models of anything, of, tr- of trying to work with diabetes or anything. It all factors. Our emotions, our mind and our bodies are connected, but our, our culture, and uh-huh. especially in the United States, has disconnected it. Right. That's the problem with right. everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. It sounds so simple, and it's but it's not to, to reconnect. It takes time, and it takes repetition, and it takes uh-huh. developing habits right. to do that. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your program okay. uh, and what you I love talking about that. All right. So tell us just a little bit about what you offer and what you do. <laughs> My journey is why I do what I do. Um, I've talked with too many people that wanted to give up everything, just give up because yeah. of living in chronic pain and right. how it destroyed their lives. Mm-hmm. So I, I do this and I came up with this program um, because I lived this and I know the suffering that people are going through. Yeah. 
the first part, there's two main components of, of my program. I call it my pain coach, um, pain recovery program. Um, the first part is the coaching. There's mm-hmm. coaching in every, in every session. Mm-hmm. There's also goal setting throughout the whole program. That's yeah. how we learn and, and, and experience new things and try right. out new things, try on these new egos and things. <laughs> um, but the first, the first module, the, the first module, the most important piece, I think is the understanding of the nervous system, which is the brain mm-hmm. and the, the spinal cord. You've got yeah. to understand pain neuroscience. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we may or may not spend a full five weeks on that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I always base my program based on what the client exactly needs. Mm-hmm. So if they have already have a good base understanding of the pain neuroscience, we'll, yeah. we'll work through that. But I always ask them, what is chronic pain? And I've had very few people to be able to tell me anything other than, well, it feels like a burning thing or it, it hurts here or it feels pressure. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what it is. Tell me how it's produced in your body. Yeah. Most people, most people can't tell you that. Right. Right. So that that's why I always start off on that. The very first module is, is learning about our bodies so that, because that is the exact, the exact place where power is. Mm-hmm. That is, that is something that we can target yeah. in our bodies to change from the stress pain response over to the relaxation response. Mm-hmm. So we learn all about that, the stress response, the pain response, the relaxation response, and we learn how to apply all that. That's the very basis of the program. Mm-hmm. The second module is all about learning how to restore balance with yourself. Mm-hmm. Until you love yourself, until you're authentic with yourself, we can't get any further than that. Mm-hmm. we've got to start there you've got now we've got the education of what's going on in your body right but until we start working within the feelings and emotions um your basic needs of safety satisfaction mm-hmm. and connection until we work on those we can't work outside of you does yeah. that make sense yeah it's 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 about doing all the internal work first yes in order yes. to progress yeah yeah. yeah. And then slowly through this program, through the coaching, the beauty of coaching is that through powerful um, discussions, I can help pull out the innate motivation of the person I'm working with just yeah. just by this powerful. It's called motivational interviewing conversation mm-hmm. okay. techniques. Um, so the whole time I'm coaching and I'm pulling out the motivations, I'm trying to figure out what's worked in the past. How can we put this together for your, your pain-free formula for your future? Mm-hmm. So we're looking at the mindfulness, the self-compassion, all of these things that, that factor into this self-love, mm-hmm. the self-acceptance, the authenticity of living who you right. really are. Right. And the reason why we do this, and a lot of people do not want to do this work. Mm-hmm. And this is not some, what I, I also want to say, this, this is not psychology, but a lot of people don't want to do the work because they're a, afraid. But here's the thing is if you do not do this work and you are not living your authentic self, mm-hmm. your authentic life, the brain, remember, it's the danger alarm. Right. It will go off yeah. and it will send out pain. So this is why we must deal with learning with to be who are authentic, who we were meant to be, right. who we were born to be before the world got its hands on us. Mm-hmm. And I would think if, if we're if that danger alarm is constantly going off, we are constantly then living in a state of fight or flight, right? Yes. Which yes. is then 
also doing what? It's raising our cortisol, which yes, we know so. has so many negative. In- cortisol is good, right? We need that. Yeah. But to be in a constant state of fight or flight with constant raised cortisol is not good for you. Right. It's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, our bodies are meant to have this fight or flight. It's, it's a right. great thing. We need it is. It. Right. Um, it's meant to get us out of harm very quickly without mm-hmm. thinking. We just do it. That's right. the predictive coding that right. comes in play. Right. Um, so but but to live in it 24 seven. Yeah. People don't understand what it's actually doing to the body. Yeah. It is is dousing your tissues, your or everything inside yeah. of you with these chemicals that are basically eroding mm-hmm. you. Right. That if, and I, when you live that way, 24 yeah. seven, which damages. I think so much of our society does. Right. Yes. Yes. Our, this culture is, is just push, 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 push right. is hard and is fast yeah. and no pain, no gain, but that right. is not, that is not the way to get out of pain. Right. It, it all just leads down a road of uh, detrimental health implications. Yeah. It just keeps creating the cycle where the, mm-hmm. the pain happens. Then it also creates distressing signals. The distressing mm-hmm. signals send out pain. Pain sends out distressing signals. It's a cycle. And until you stick something in there to stop that cycle, it's not going to stop. It's just going to wind faster and faster and get and spread all over your body. Right. Because um, other neural pathways get involved. If, if you had just one to two tips to give to somebody that they could start today doing to help with their chronic pain, what would you say? I think the very foundation is the breath. The very foundation of the pain-free formula is always going to be the relaxation response yeah. for everybody. The breath, we were just talking about the fight or flight. When yeah. we take our breath and we take it down into our belly, we, we need to stop breathing shallow. Women are taught yeah. from young age to hold their bellies in. Mm-hmm. That's really bad. Yeah. We need to breathe deeply into our belly. So the mm-hmm. breath would be the first thing, taking time. And if and if you're not somebody who wants to sit for 30 minutes, start small. That's my second tip. Yeah. Anything that you're going to do, do it in micro steps. Yes. Start yes. so small, maybe even so small that you know you can already do it. Mm-hmm. Right. So that you can get that that dopamine to go, yeah, that was good. That felt good. Yep. And then the next time you do it, maybe you do it for one more minute. I'm talking small oh, yeah. increments. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle is they think, and it, it, this, I have had this conversation with, with almost everyone that has come on the podcast regarding starting small, because no matter what the area is, whether it's the breath work, the exercise, the diet, whatever it is, right? If we were to just start small, we would find greater success in whatever it is we're trying to achieve. But we all want to eat the elephant in one bite instead of taking the smaller bites. Right. And I think the the bigger bites comes from looking around to see what everybody else is doing. Yeah. And I think that's that would be a third tip. I could go on all, all day. Yeah, on you tips, go ahead. The, the third, the third tip. <laughs> bonus <would be> tips. <laughs> yeah, bonus tip. Stop looking at what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Start listening to your body. Like you yes. said in the very beginning, mm-hmm. you 
are the only person that truly knows what's going on inside the landscape right. of your inner world. Yeah. So then start listening to it. And that's yeah. what the deep breathing will start getting you to do. Because if you're in pain, there is one thing that you can target and that's your breath. If you mm-hmm. slow down your breathing, it will move your, your nervous system over into the relaxation response. Yep. You cannot be in the pain response or the stress response if you are in the relaxation response that's why it's the antidote to pain and it's the foundation you know i have to say again you know i i talked about the small steps being a part of almost every fit news podcast but you know what else is also a big part of the fit news podcast the breath work yes because when it comes to whatever it is it has such an important part and 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 so many uh positive ramifications that you can do it every day you don't need special equipment and you don't need hours to do it like we were saying. But the breath work is so important in so many aspects of our lives, yet it's so overlooked as being um, I, I, uh, hokey or, oh, that doesn't do anything. Or, right. Guess what? It, it does, does a lot. What people don't get is that it takes time. You're not, you may get what happens when you do it for the, let's say you're, 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 you've had pain for years. And the first time you do it for a few minutes, you do get the relaxation, but everything comes back within 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. That is to be expected. Right. That's what's going to happen because you've got to do it into a repetitive, uh, make it into a habit. And then your brain goes, Oh, wait a minute. She wants me to deep breathe. And then your brain's going to start learning Mm -hmm. that that is the go-to. Right. That this is what, when we're in pain, this is what we go to. And when we, when the brain starts doing it automatic, that's when you find the relief that you're talking about, but it does take time. It takes work. This is not a miracle pill. It's not a miracle cure, Mm -hmm. but by the end, but by the end of the program, you'll have at least 10 solid skills that are free mm-hmm. that you can do anywhere at any time. Yeah. That's by right. the end of the program, because we, we, we go through everything in, in the lie in your life to try to understand what's working, take what's not working and recraft it to, to make it work into an authentic life that you absolutely love. Yeah. It can be done. Right. I went from a complete, walking dead on the earth, pain, brain, coma, mm-hmm. to now having two businesses in Columbus that I'm th- and thriving. Yeah. So it's, it's, it takes work, but you we can do it. Everybody can get feeling better. Yeah. Um, that's why we, you and I are doing this, this work is to try right. to help get these messages out to people. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's never too late. Right. I mean, no, that's, I mean, that's, that's, just big, that's the thing. I started, I didn't start until 2016, change, yeah. changing my pain experience. Yeah. Um, my pain was from, I, I believe I was diagnosed when I was seven, but I do believe that it was before seven that I started migraines. Yeah. Um, but so I had 50 years. Yeah. And I have changed my pain experience since mm-hmm. 2016. It's still evolving. Mm-hmm. And it will continue. That's healing right. is a life long event. It's not one day I'm going to be perfectly skinny. I'm Uh going to eat all the right food and everything. And I'm never going to be sick again. That's not going to happen. Right. That's health, right? 
yes, that's a life, wellness. It is a lifelong is. commitment to it yourself, is. right? And taking that's an, beautiful. an investment in yourself, right? I mean, we can't expect just because we did the 10 week program or, you know, we did the one month challenge or whatever it was, it might have gone great and we might have gotten the best results ever. But if we don't continue to practice what we learned on a mm-hmm. daily basis, then we didn't really do anything. Right. Um, yeah. The daily basis practice is yeah. what, what is really needed. Yeah. But, and again, that daily basis practice, some days we might have time for all of the things, right? The, the, the yeah. meditation, the exercise, the diet. But then there's going to be days where, you know what? Ah, I might not have time for the workout. So what can I focus on that's still going to keep me moving forward and give me progress? Maybe today it's just staying hydrated, right? Maybe today it's getting in my breathing. Maybe today it's, you know, making sure I get my protein in because we all know we have busy lives. So it's, uh-huh. it's got to be something that you absolutely love right. to do. Yeah. Don't choose, don't choose exercise or movement uh, or activity, whatever you want to call it. Right. Don't choose it if you absolutely hate it. Right. But, but I caution you to not throw everything out uh-huh. because you may hate it because you started too fast uh-huh. um, yes. and too progressive. You, yes. that's why you may hate it. Yes, oh, I love that. So be be willing to test things, even if it's for just five minutes, and go, uh-huh. okay, that wasn't too bad. And then tomorrow, do eight minutes. It's yeah. it's a progression, very very slow, micro steps. Mm-hmm. Um, but choose things that you love, yeah. and and don't look at it that you've got to exercise for thirty. That you uh, mu- in the beginning that right. you must exercise for thirty minutes. If you can only get five minutes in, that's great. It's better than nothing. Exactly. Self compassion, self compassion, self compassion yep. through all of it. People start beating themselves up, and then they give up, and then they throw it all out the window. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent advice, Cynthia. Uh, I those love are it. that's the tips. Yeah, I so love lots it. Of tips. <laughs> if our listeners want to um, learn more about you and your programs, where can they find you? Well, the website is um, mypaincoachllc.com mm-hmm. and you can find all the information there. There's, um, we can book a discovery session. It's just a chat. I just, mm-hmm. you explain to me what you've been going through. I, so I can hear your pain experience. Mm-hmm. And then I discuss the program and how it might help you. Um, mm-hmm. And then you decide if you want to go further and to learn about the pain. Mm-hmm. the pain neuroscience once yeah. the pain neuroscience once we get through that then you can decide if you want to do the second part of the program mm-hmm. there nobody's locked in or anything like that to a contract so yeah. um but the website explains that there's also i have a class coming up june 6th and also july 11th it's empowered relief class it's a two-hour class okay. that basically takes all of this information and um but it's but it's out of stanford university okay. it was created by a pain psychologist and researcher from there pain um, um dr donnell mm-hmm. and she created this course uh this class so i'm doing this class for people um for chronic pain you can also register online on on that on the web page which is my pain coach mm-hmm. okay um that's the biggest place I'm, I'm on facebook instagram linkedin okay under um if it what are you under, under on those? My my pain coach. Okay. My pain coach. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah. So um 
I live, eat and breathe this work because I know the suffering. Right. And I, I don't, I, I've decided that I had to go back and get certified to be able to go through and do this work and go back and pull people out of this Mm -hmm. misery. So this is a life mission for me now. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And we thank you, Cynthia, for joining us today on Fit News and sharing all that you have. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and I'm on a continuing mission to help you stay strong, healthy, and happy. A special thank you to our producer, Noah Martin, and Retrospection Multimedia. Tune in to the Fit News Podcast every Monday to get your tips for living your best midlife. These episodes are live streamed weekly in our Facebook group. Be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to Fit News Podcast for your weekly health advice. To join the Facebook group, visit strongforlifefitness.com.